Welcome to the Sound of Truth Bible Chat with your host, Brett Morani, where he leads discussion in God's Word. Let's join him now. Returning to Sound of Truth Bible Chat is my good friend, Chip Davis. Chip is the pastor for several years now at the Lake Road Baptist Church in Union City, Tennessee. Chip, welcome back to Sound of Truth. Good to be back, Brett. Well, my friend, let's talk about the book of Isaiah, and I'd like to, I'd like to just focus on one verse. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, a very popular Christmas text. It's a messianic prophecy about our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and I'll just read it to you from the New King James, and then we'll talk about it. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Have you preached on this before, Chip, at Christmas time? I have preached on it. I sure have. In fact, one of the earliest memories I have of preaching on that passage goes back to um, 1996, just off the top of my head. And I remember that particular year preaching on it because I had uh, read a sermon by Ben Hayden that told a story of uh, in World War One, and I think since then, movies have uh, movies been made on this, but off in the distance you could hear German soldiers in their language saying, still knock, still knock, heiliger knock, alles schlaft on some bop. In other words, you know, from the English, silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. And they called a truce and and then celebrated Christmas together just for a brief moment during World War One. And I remember using that in relation to Jesus being the Prince of Peace, if I remember right, that that moment there, Christmas, united the two opposing sides. For a moment, just for Christmas, they took a break in the war and had peace for a while. Yeah, that's a wonderful story. I, I love that. And it, it brings hope to the fact that in this broken world, there are times where even maybe when you have a, someone who's not considered on your side, Perhaps they're not as much of an enemy as you think because they're on the side of Jesus as well. Absolutely. Even people that differ theologically, there is a uniting factor that we still go back to Christ as our Lord and Savior. He is indeed the Prince of Peace. Now, one of the things I wanted to point out is I have preached this passage and taught on it. I even did a four-week series some years ago taking each one of these four names. He should be called Wonderful Counselor. So I did a message on Christ as our Wonderful Counselor. Almighty God, there's a message there. Everlasting Father, there's a message there. And then, of course, Prince of Peace, as you are, you've already made reference to. But then what's fascinating to me is then I noticed at one point in the King James Version, they have a comma between Wonderful and Counselor. So the King James translators actually thought that these were five names. Did you ever know that or hear oh, that? Oh, I don't think I've ever noticed that. And so if you look at the King James, it says, and his name shall be called Wonderful, comma, Counselor, comma, mm-hmm. The Mighty God, comma, the Everlasting Father, comma, the Prince of Peace. So there's five titles for Jesus there if you want to separate uh, Wonderful from Counselor. So interesting thing there. I, I know we don't have the original, you know, there was no punctuation in the original Hebrew. So that's an interpretive choice that's made there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Nonetheless, Jesus is wonderful, and he is a counselor. So you, I guess if you could put those two together, indeed. Uh, and I actually think I read somewhere, someone obviously an older older Bible preacher or teacher who probably only had the King James Version, he was teaching from it, and he was saying the word wonderful was kind of a preface for all the other the other four titles. 
He's a wonderful counselor. He's a wonderful, mighty God. He's a wonderful father, everlasting father, and he's a wonderful prince of peace. It's funny you said that because when you shared that with me about the comma after wonderful, it did jump into mind that he's wonderful at whatever he is. He's wonderful as a counselor. He's wonderful as a king. You know, he's going to be perfect and wonderful in whatever uh, description that's going to be given about him. That's funny you said that. I mean, that just jumped out. Mm. So I guess I was thinking like the old preacher. <laughs> there you go. So one of the interesting titles here that is given is the Everlasting Father. And that begs the question, mm-hmm. how on earth is the Son going to be called the Everlasting Father? Because we believe there is distinction within the Trinity. The Father is not the Son, and the Son is not the Father, yet three and one. But we are not going to say that the Son is the Father. So, so what do I do with this? And I think it's very helpful what the Pilgrim, I, I picked off my shelf, uh, the particular King James Version I picked up was the Pilgrim Study Bible. And at the notes at the bottom, it says, the Everlasting Father can also be translated the Father of the Ages. It is he who planned the ages and fitted them together to make all time accomplish the purposes of God. His government, that is Christ's government and peace, will know no end. He will sit upon the throne of David when he comes to the earth the second time and establishes his king upon it. And so, yeah, yeah he's, the, he's the father of all ages. He is the one who God the Father has given the government of the ages to accomplish his will. And so it's a, it's a fatherly role of overseeing history that Christ has. It's not saying he is God the Father. It's that he will be called the Father of the Ages, the Everlasting Father. And that's, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, it is interesting. The Father turning over to him to some degree the authority of managing his creation. Yeah, I'd say so. Any other thoughts or comments on any of these titles? Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. You could point this out in regard to uh, the Holy Spirit is assigned the role or the name, the counselor. I think of that. I think of two things about that. First of all, we are told in scriptures that Jesus uh, intercedes for us at the right hand of the Father. And we're also told Jesus, uh, the Spirit of uh, Jesus and the Holy Spirit are, are synonymous, synonymous throughout the New Testament. You know, he is a intercessor who understands all of our weaknesses, our frailties, who brings comfort and guidance to us. One of the books I have on the ministry of the Holy Spirit is by J.D. Greer. You may have heard of him. He's a uh, a Baptist pastor in North Carolina. Yeah, I've heard of him. And the name of the book is Jesus Continued, which Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I will send another comforter of the same kind as me. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think we could say that while Jesus was on this earth, he was a great comforter. And then he's, he's left the earth and ascended to the Father. He's sitting at the right hand of God. And then he sends another comforter to us. But that doesn't deny the fact that Jesus can be called the great counselor, the great comforter. Yes, that's right. Just like you said, another role he fulfills that, that it comes to fulfillment in him in the New Testament. So I would ask our listeners, when we think about these titles of Jesus Christ that are given in this passage, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, or Father of the Ages, and the Prince of Peace, we meditate on that just a bit. And think about which of these names right now impacts where I'm at in life at this point, because that is what Christ is. Christ is sufficient for you. He's sufficient for me. He's sufficient for us all. And he will meet us at our point of need. What do you need from Jesus right now? Do you need a counselor? Do you need his almighty power? Do you need the fact that he is father of the ages and you're trusting his providence to guide you in your life? Or are you in need of his peace? He is the Prince of Peace. 
Chip, thanks for coming on to talk about this passage in Isaiah, or I should say this verse in Isaiah. It's good to have you back. Well, Brad, I'll just comment. I'll say this one thing. I happened to grab an old Bible of mine where I wrote a note in it one time, whether it was somebody else said it and I liked it or else, you know, the Lord just put it on my mind. But about that verse, all that could be desired of a king will be found in Christ. So good. Excellent. Thanks, brother. Hey, God bless you, Brett. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sound of Truth. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it. Also, tell your friends about it. Thanks. Music is by Canon and is used by permission. Sound of Truth podcast is produced in collaboration with Harvest Jacksonville and is copyrighted by Brett Amorani, 2023.